0: Hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022 and over the course of January I'm going to be interviewing nine experts on the energy of 2022. So you can get a free workbook, you can see the link here, please go to this link and you can sign up for a free workbook about the energy of 2022 every single expert that I interview, I'm asking them to give me an exercise of something you guys can do and integrate into your lives to make 2022 the most amazing year ever. So go to that link, sign up for your free 2022 energy workbook. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel. From the 7th of January, we're going to be having nine experts, astrologers, Numerologists, shamanic practitioners. I'm going to be talking about the Akashic records. We're going to have lots of different experts discussing the energy of 2022 and how you can utilize this energy to have your best year yet. So, hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. And today I have with me a very dear friend of mine. She and I have been together many, many lifetimes. And we have loved each other (laughs) and supported each other in many lifetimes. So I want to introduce you to Rania James, who is a master astrologer. She has over 40 years experience, and she's had an incredible influence on my life. And I know that she's going to have huge amounts of words of wisdom for you guys today. I hope so. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) So Rania, welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. Would you mind just telling our audience who haven't come across you a little bit about your incredible work, please? It's a privilege to be here and thank
1: you for the opportunity to uh, be a participant in this incredible series that you created, an inspirational series. I think it's extremely important right now that we have something like this to, at the start of this momentous year, to be able to take a breath before we launch in and reframe many things. And you've supplied and the experts you've gathered, the wonderful diversity, areas of expertise, you're giving people a smorgasbord of of choices, of tools, of ways that they can draw inspiration, clarity, and strength for the next leg of this transformational journey that we are all on at the moment. It's not finished yet. We're still at the final stages of many permanent changes to the world that we believe we've lived in. And it's just at the last phase, before we start the new I don't know what to call it new civilization new world new dispensation when we're really in Aquarius when Pluto goes into Aquarius fully
0: Mm. and
1: I have some dates here just to give some overview but this is the last phase of the preparation for what's coming
0: amazing and it's a very important year and your work per se before we come on to the year you are a specialist in doing kind of high-level, one-to-one sessions, right. aren't you? you really, I've never known anybody do the level of detail that you do.
1: <laughs> it's a bit obsessive, but I'm passionate about it. And I get to really, I'm privileged to be able to peek underneath the veil and see incredible nuances and synchronicities that couldn't be accidental.
0: And a book fell off the shelf, didn't it? When you were younger, like, and that was kind yes. of, I love, I love this story. Could you just share it, it?
1: Literally I was uh, in a quote new age bookstore when I was a, a freshman in college in Boston. And I found my way to Cambridge in those days, it was populated by a lot of international students before it became big business. It was a very intimate community. And there was a small bookstore tucked away somewhere. And I was just browsing through and I don't know, maybe my sleeve sought something. I had no interest in astrology at that point, And a book literally fell in front of me. <laughs> Hit you on the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> you know, and that started my, uh, my, that was 1970. So that started my serious study, my official study.
0: Fantastic. And then you've been pretty much, how long have you been a full-time astrologer now? A little over 40 years. Wow. Amazing. Amazing! So I'm very excited to hear your insights about this life. This I was going to say. This (laughs) life, both you and Richard, I think, have had many lifetimes. I
1: I I looked at. I don't. I don't think I had could say that Henry VIII was my client, but I'm pretty sure some of the (laughs) some of the pharaohs were.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So you were saying that this is quite an incredible year that we've got coming up.
1: Well, we're in it now, actually. Of course, yeah,
0: yeah. Having
1: said that. One of the things that hasn't gotten us fully in it yet is we did have a retrograde Mercury on Friday, as you know, that is not going forward again until the first week of Feb. That would slow down the start. But more importantly, yesterday on the 18th of January, Uranus went direct at the same degree of Taurus, essentially, that Mercury just went retrograde at, so they're in a challenging aspect. But this has been a very important marker for me, astrologically, because of the energies that were dominant last year, Uranus and Saturn being in a 90 degree aspect, that we don't really move forward as an integrated principle until all the planets are going forward again. And although Saturn has now moved beyond the square as of the 1st of January this year. They're still kind of tagging each other throughout this year, and I'll explain what it is. Uranus creates upheavals and changes from the routine. It's like a new new energy of, we need to make fundamental changes to structure. This is not just a superficial thing, but the whole society uh, worldwide and nationally and our own personal society has been completely restructured. So Uranus went retrograde in okay. August, of last year. And until it caught up to where when until it goes direct again and then catches up to where it went retrograde. Mm-hmm. Remember I said that there's an integration process that occurs in retrogrades. I'll explain that. When we look at the Jupiter transit this year that Richard was so beautifully, Richard Stevens, he did a great job on really conveying the feeling energy because of mm-hmm. all his water in it, the feeling tone of the deep possibility there for people for their spiritual lives to be revitalized by this incredible conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. And I'll try to keep it not too specific, I'll be general, but it's huge to have these two planets come together in Neptune's own sign. And before Neptune was discovered, Jupiter was the ruler of Pisces, co-ruler with Sagittarius. So it's even more important. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible initiation of a whole new cycle of spiritual awareness, awakeness, vision, Higher self, blending, many, many things that it means. Wow. However, what I wanted to say was collectively speaking, and in terms of the world that we're part of, things can't move forward externally with the politics, with the finances, with everything until this planet turns direct, which was yesterday.
0: Ah, oh, okay. So, so just turned So, so wow.
1: yes. So, Chinese New Year that Nick was talking about, that I just looked it up February 1st, it begins. Right. The year of the water tiger that he explained. Which makes a lot of sense to me, too, because the water is the Neptune, Jupiter element, the Pisces element and the tiger energy It's what we need to get our mojo back to have the courage to have motivation again. And there's a fantastic boost to everybody's energy coming on the first week of March when okay. there's this an incredible conjunction of Venus, Mars and Pluto uh, in the late degrees of Capricorn. And they're going to be triggered by the new moon in Pisces, sun and moon at 12 degrees of Pisces are going to be in a 45 degree angle to this conjunction of Venus, Mars, and Pluto. It's just a huge regeneration of personal power, passion, purpose, motivation. It's an incredible boost in the arm for individuals to start walking, to start taking action on their dreams and on their areas they wanted to get started with but have been procrastinating or they're still in the last phases of cleaning out the clutter that uh, Nick spoke about, uh, the completion process. Mm -hmm. And uh, when this hits on, it's like everybody's going to, it's like a resetting of our personal, it feels like a beginning of a huge new cycle of creativity and of individual power, creative power. action because we're going to be putting our values that we've been clarifying over the last two years of inner directedness we've been an, an enforced spiritual retreat here for two years all right and this is all part of the larger individuation cycle that's what Saturn and Uranus have to that's why sovereignty has been the buzzword for so often because it's about individuation process how do we become more and more of who we are and yet be more and more one with all that is it seems like a paradoxical, like the moving to be all we are seems egotistical and separate from the whole. But the whole is actually only as good as the sum of the parts. So the parts have to be in great shape to really make the collective sound we're all after. So these two principles, egocentricity, individuality versus collectivity, that they've been in conflict with each other and we're trying to find new ways of using the energy to produce a whole new humanity rather than them being in a stalemate which they've been really most of last year fantastic so so what i wanted to say here was that this planet uranus reaches its point retrograde point in the first week of may 2022 so between basically yesterday but really starting after the mercury direct goes first week of february through the first week of may with a huge new beginning of some kind for everybody in March, first, it's going to start really things going.
0: So, are you saying that a lot of planets are in retrograde as we speak? Then... No, no. Okay. I, I'm specific, and this is where I don't want to be
1: too, uh, I don't want to lose people with too much specifics. Sure. But we've been living in a time of the breaking down, breaking apart, and reformation of virtually every aspect of human life and society both individually collectively and inter- you know and internationally nationally and every level A family units everything and it's hard to know how to start the motor again <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so this is critically important because these new forms new financial forms new political awareness Uh, out with the old, in with the new kind of a thing. We need some bridging time to, you can't just empty the cup just to be filled again. You have to find a way of not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So that's the transition period that we're in, collectively and individually. Now my expertise is in helping individuals navigate their personal birth chart where these energies that we're all being influenced by are happening in their personal unique blueprint. However, we're discussing today, the larger Mm. movement that we're all part of, Mm. as we move into this new age of Aquarius, which I think we had a big foreshadowing of that in December 21st, the solstice, when we had the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, Mm -hmm. which many of us were thrilled to be able to see physically on the horizon at sunset time. Well, it's like a foreshadowing of the pluto aquarius movement so this is really incredible that we're all on the verge of this new beginning new beginning new beginning it's happening in our midst it just is not it's not a definite date where there we've done it mm-hmm. it's a process mm. And so my excitement about this Uranus direct yesterday and moving Mm. towards May is everything can now, in the news cycle and the political systems and the understanding about the marketplaces, the financial, there's still a breaking down of what isn't working and is obsolete or would be a distortion or an abuse of power Mm. and authority from Mm -hmm. the Pluto in the last degrees of Capricorn. All right, Because Pluto doesn't fully go into Aquarius until... November 19th, 2024. And it only it only touches the hem of Aquarius for the first time, March 23rd next year. So we're still having Pluto firmly in the last degrees of Capricorn this year, which indicates we're still each of us in our own lives, in our families. In our societies and then collectively as a planet, as a world, as a humanity, we're undergoing a death process. It is a psychological death and rebirth process, a transformation and transmutation into a new, higher, more evolved form of ourselves. And what happens is that since Capricorn rules power structures, banking structures, financial, political, anything that is part of society's matrix of control, authority, Regulation it what's not working anymore what is is coming to light Pluto also brings what's been hidden into the light
0: right, not always a comfortable yeah. so
1: it's it's the underworld but it's we're all dealing with the collective shadow now as you've mentioned many times on your podcast all right so but for individuals the opportunity is to this is an energy that that breaks down irrevocably. What no longer works—that be that a relationship, a way of life, a job? Right. All right. Some of, we don't know how it's forced. Sometimes we're, of course, forced out, or we have to leave because you know, we make the choice to leave. But it's all part of the process of decay and renewal. Mm-hmm. All right. And so each of us has an area or areas in our life where we're wanting to have, we're experiencing some type of ego death or a loss of the old life and we've been in this void for a while with nothing not really sure what to put in its place yet
0: so this is kind of the process we've been going through as a a collective and individually absolutely
1: there's not one client i've read for in the last two years who hasn't had this kind of thing going on somewhere Mm. in Mm. their life
0: so almost cleaning out the, the closet and the clutter to get ready to go up to this new level
1: well It is emptying the cup to be filled again in a way. But if we understand that Pluto also rules recycling. (laughs) So maybe there are some things that just need a fresh, you know, freshening up, you know, like you may have a closet full of clothes that you don't wear and suddenly you find at the back something that you had forgotten about that is that you absolutely love and you haven't been wearing for ten years and it still fits. You know, so there's rediscovery also it only clears away what isn't useful, what's obsolete to your evolution. But sometimes the energy can be pretty ruthless that way. But we often get mesmerized by our own creation. We get hypnotized by the results of prior choices, prior past, and we're locked into the reality that we've created and the stories behind that reality. So even Pluto clears away those things. A new paradigm is coming in. And it gets challenged by the resistance of the part that says, look, I don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So often we're not aware of something we've outgrown, that we've outgrown ourselves. So it's, it is quite a uh, exacting energy, but its purpose is to find the diamond inside the piece of coal. It is dark to light. It is from a uh, lower level of evolution to a higher manifestation of one's true self. It is not about destroying valuable things. That's not, that's a distortion of the energy. So some people, yes, will declutter and other people will simplify. I think uh, Nick mentioned that today uh, about simplifying. Absolutely, that's part of it. And you simplify according to what your real values are. And I think that's what this two-year period has done for most of us. We've had to really go inward mm-hmm. rather than seek our definition, our identity outside, or even our stamina and our inspiration from outside. Except for podcasts like yours, Mm -hmm. right? but it's really more, it's been tough. People really have had to dig really deep down into the bootstraps to come up with a new raison d'etre for themselves. And that's where astrology can be so helpful in terms of understanding one's personal birth chart, uh, the blueprint you came in with and how to navigate it optimally.
0: Yes, and that's what you've always done for me is you've always kind of put me on that highest timeline because I think that's one thing that comes through, isn't it, on the chart. You can see the person's ultimate purpose, for example. I
1: hope I'm getting close to that. I think that, and thank you for that accolade, but really I do my best to channel what needs to be heard at the moment because we're all in the process of evolving. It's not finished yet. So I really use the planetary positions to help provide the parameters the the armature for that year or that that reading and let the higher guidance come in along with the mechanical the astrological factors the details as you say mm-hmm. that gives the best guidance in the moment but the guidance a year from now might be completely different because everything yeah, is moving is constantly in motion like richard said mm. richard Stevens
0: said it's all in motion And then you can because it sounds incredible it sounds like a really you know this conjunction at the beginning of march almost oh my
1: i i couldn't believe it Yeah, (laughs) when i saw that because venus and mars you know i will get specific here just to give people a little bit of meat on on the plate here Mm. that um to have these two complementary energies fused together conjuncting pluto this rebirth of libido excitement, passion. And this is the conjunction. This is love and sex together. And when you have Pluto involved, it gives particular power. And it's like, I would say, particularly since it's happening exactly at the new moon, unbelievable. So this is all about a rebirth of person. It's like starting the machine of life back up again in a big way. And so wherever that's going on in a person's chart are the areas that are going to be revitalized and recharged with new, new life energy. It is the most powerful symbol of personal rebirth, personal rebirth, I could imagine. Personal and collective rebirth? That becomes trickier to diagnose in a sense. That's what I've been trying to do in these podcasts is to see where I can pull from the larger systems how it might play out in our larger collective, our news cycle, and all of that. I have no idea how that's going to be, but it feels such a powerful combustion. I think the whole world's going to feel it, which presupposes there may be some changes in the cycle. There may be some announcements made or some things coming to light under the Pluto revelation energy that's going to completely change the playing field. I'd like to state that none of these planets or one of these energies operate in isolation they're all I call them the board of directors because they each of them together create a synergistic energy that moves our evolution and our humanity forward they're not isolated events that they're, they're actually part of a plan of an right. unfolding divine i believe divine intelligent design divinely orchestrated plan right because one of the things that's been dramatic, not many of us have been uh, feeling like we've been up the creek without a paddle. We haven't known how to move forward again. Mm. We've had to stop everything, but where and how, and with whom and for what reason do we begin life again? Mm. It's never gonna go back to the old. What are we gonna replace what we've lost with? And that's why the going inward to find the values, as Nick said, and even Richard, I haven't seen all the podcasts yet. I'm still trying to decipher Johannes. I mean, that's going to have to take a few a few <laughs> watching to get a lot of get, detail. It was, it was brilliant, brilliant. Mm. But the point I want to say is I'm excited by this transit coming in the first week of March because it's going to give each of us personally a reason to begin again, a profound resurgence and rebirth of positive intention, a belief in their own abilities, our own power, it's like our own personal car is going to get, get fuel in it again and the gates are going to come down and we can go forward on our personal journeys of individuation and moving into greater sovereignty. And as a musician, I'm particularly excited about it because, of course, it, it's, it's great for any artistic projects that you've been on the sidelines. I always wanted to start writing that book, but haven't had the confidence and things like that. So it's going to give individual people motivation, a shot in. I don't want to use that term, sorry. It's going to give each individual a recharging of their personal batteries in a way that's going to really open up new vistas for them going forward. It's one of the most auspicious things I can imagine happening. A new beginning, you see. Mm -hmm. And then the conjunction of Neptune and Jupiter that Richard was talking about, which is on the 12th of April, I believe. This is the downloading of a new higher self vision is mm. the higher self, and when you come together with Neptune, it indicates the most gentle, compassionate, and forgiving energy of a new beginning, of a new vision for our individual future and our collective future. It is a, it's like a sign of grace mm. and of the letting go of, because one of the things is not just about getting in our car and going 100 miles an hour. Where are we going why, and why? So the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is a download. It's like a collective and individual download of a new vision of the future. It's spiritually undergirded, and it gives us a new framework within which to move forward, a framework of new possibilities and great faith. And one of the things that would have to be called upon as we exit Pluto and Capricorn over the next two to three years is forgiveness is the energy of grace forgiving ourselves forgiving others a lot's going to come to light that's going to require that Mm -hmm. and as you're dissolving in an entire paradigm then there needs to be a new paradigm one that is benevolent one that is loving one that is honoring and one that is inspiring and that's what i believe is coming and to understand that jupiter has a 12-year cycle So it's going to take 12 years to get back to its own place. Neptune has a longer cycle. But we have um, conjunctions are like a combustion, like a supernova. They are a, a beginning, a potent new cycle starting. So this has to do with the cycle of spirituality. And Pluto is going to be in a supportive aspect to that conjunction at the same time. So it's going to feel, again, a regeneration of faith, of joy, of positive expectation rather than negative expectation and that which is illusory slips away and that which is truly real the pearl of great price is revealed but that couldn't be more auspicious you see and then it's moving into Aries pretty quickly, but then it backtracks, as Richard mentioned, towards the end of the year before going fully into Aries, which means we go back inward again to recede, to reground our spirituality before we go forward. So it makes a lot of sense to me that we would have these periodic retrogrades that would enable us as individuals and as a society to integrate the new principles, to, get, to digest it, to assimilate it, and to make it part of ourselves before we can go forward with it. And I don't even want to speculate to what the, the Jupiter and Aries thing says, but again, it's like the conjunction of the Venus, Mars, Pluto. It's a new motivation, new exploration, traveling and mm. um, new inventions coming out. Uh, individuals really breaking with the, their old paradigms and going beyond their wildest limits, what they ever, they've held back from achieving. And suddenly they're they're going for it and they're succeeding in a way never before imaginable that's all what's on the other side of this year of 2022
0: Fantastic. amazing wow it really does sound like a complete and utter paradigm shift
1: i hope it was comprehensible what i just said oh yeah.
0: un- unbelievably comprehensible well, yeah, these was- are just
1: they're broad strokes you know there are this is going to play out in each individual's life according to what their blueprint is sure but generally if you want to abstract the energy and see apply it as an overall principle it's incredible there's going to be a lot more tangible proof this year I believe of what's been going on behind the scenes mm. and we're going to begin to understand as a collective what this was all
0: for sure so it's almost like the veil is lifted and people see what you know actually how we have been repressed
1: <laughs> well totally but you know the thing is that It seems as though there are some signatories, some markers this year, astrologically, that are all, in my opinion, auguring for a positive reframing of our existence and our possibilities going forward, which is desperately needed. It's the higher self download. It's moving from karma to dharma. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Humanity as a collective also has a dharma.
0: Yes, yes, of course.
1: And so what this enforced separation, six feet apart and all that, individuals had to be disconnected from the mesmerization of the herd mentality of the being unconscious back to becoming fully self-aware, self-responsible and self-empowered. That's the basis for sovereignty. Once that happens, we can all come back together on a whole new level. You see?
0: Hmm. Amazing. I'm
1: stunned at what I see there because It indicates that hope is very real. It's going to be undergirded and substantiated by the things that start showing up. We're going to be in a very different place individually and collectively by December 31st this year.
0: Well, I have to say I have in the last couple of months and even in the last couple of weeks, it feels every day there's something which is more positive. You know, something's coming out which is a positive step forward for humanity. Um, so I feel like that is definitely increasing, which feels good, as you can imagine.
1: Well, particularly since you have your you have your hand on the pulse of so many things in your work, you get to see close up and personal some the good, bad, and ugly all the time. Mm. So it would be very easy, given the propensity of the normal news cycle, to focus on the fear and the you know what we're losing and all the uncertainty. I feel there are going to be some very certain, um, great steps forward that are going to be unmistakable. Nobody will be able to discount them, deny them, or refute them. And I think that that's going to be what starts happening between now and May.
0: Wow. So, do you have any advice? On, and obviously, everybody's chart is completely individual. But it sounds to me that we've got some distinct periods here. So we've obviously got between now and the beginning of March, or even now in the first of February. Up to the beginning of march is almost like one period then we go into a a new march to may yeah march to may so and then then we also have
1: another even though saturn and uranus have, have have now moved away from each other there's going to be a period in the summer where saturn comes up goes back and forth uranus and saturn are still negotiating In the forward and backward movement of their cycles at eighteen degrees of Aquarius and Taurus, so there's still an indication that they're conversing with each other. And what is that about? It's about taking these new, emancipated changes and institution, you know, finding a way to express them in a more permanent way for people's good, for humanity's good. It is more integration going on. So um, that normally happens during the summer months into the early autumn, where most of
0: the so from May to October,
1: say. Yeah, I, I'm not going to limit this, you know, I'm just going to say that, for instance, uh, we won't talk about the Pluto Aquarius till next year because we're not there yet. But this is really, how can I say, people are going to have an opportunity during particularly in the month of May. There are two aspects of a 30 degree angle with Saturn and Neptune. That May particularly is going to be a time of integrating a lot of changes in people's personal lives where they're going to start taking specific steps towards the manifestation of their dreams, the things they really want for their future. It's about practicality and taking steps to make it happen, real tangible steps. The two periods where that's going to be strong is April 11th to July 7th. Mm-hmm. And then from Christmas, December 25th, this year to January 17th, that's a period where there's a 30 degree angle of reality and dreaming. So there's a dream life, there's a bridging energy, where you start implementing in your daily routine, those steps required to really start manifesting in the physical, your dream life. Amazing. And so you see, those things are dotted through, but I would just tend to say that it's clearer the earlier part of the year rather than the later part. I think a lot of that depends on what comes between now and June.
0: And obviously what you do when you read for someone specifically is you can go into exactly what is going on for them in each, in in each incredible, like sometimes I've said, I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's like you're inside my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like being a fly on the wall, but the whole purpose of that, and thank you for that is we can only give general principles here because it's so exquisitely precise for individuals the way it works out and has meaning for them alone and has significance of coming out in a reading they're ready to hear that message and so the way i do astrology i can really see the timing for mm. for the process they're in and the overlapping energies because cycles intersect in astrology it's not just one influence to do that requires you know drawing one of these you know so you really have to be able to see yes um what else is coming in, what other energies. It's like a complex musical chord. And I guess as a musician, I'm able to hear these, the sound of these aspects, if you will. I look at it and I hear what's being transmitted through them. But I wanted to say today, most importantly, that we have much to be excited about mm. going forward.
0: Sounds that way. Sounds incredible.
1: Well, again, I don't want to be Pollyanna. And of course, there's always going to be pitfalls and We have to still deal with the dark and the light and the integration of these two sides. And there's a lot that's yet to come out to the surface. Some of it's going to be quite shocking to people. That's why we need a higher self vision. That's why we have to have our passions reignited, our personal empowerment restored to us. Mm. And it looks like there's gonna be a big boost to that in March for all all of us. So it feels like we're being kitted out with the tools we need and the energies we need and the resources we need spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, and hopefully economically to actually go forward into a new way of living, both in our own lives and in the lives of our loved ones and our families, our nations and our our planet.
0: Mm -hmm. Amazing, Rani. Thank you so much. And if people, I'm sure lots of people listening to this would be interested in having their chart read, I can highly recommend it. I do at least, well, I see you at least twice a year, don't I, if not, if not more, but it's such a wonderful way to start your year or just to get a really good grounding and understanding of how you can really approach your year and really get the best out of it. Yes, um, and it's, it's also
1: about finding out who you really are. If we're mm, becoming sovereign, mm, if you remove the external definitions, I used to define myself by the job I had for 30 years, but I've been laid off or... We have we've are, all so- had major endings going on in the last two years, and it's still going on. What do you replace it with? Well, <laughs> if you're no longer looking for your identity out there or on social media, you're being forced in. This is where it is. So the birth chart is a structural representation of how we are actually designed by the creator, mm. who we actually are, what our job, what our design function in creation is. Who is our authentic self? That is sovereignty. It's not just freedom. It's freedom to be who we really are. So I think more than anything else, it's not just about the forecast, but it deepens our connection with our true selves. And that's what everything else comes from.
0: Fantastic. And how do people find you? I guess you can contact
1: me through my website. Will you put the URL down there?
0: We will indeed. So just state it just so people know. uh,
1: Stellar w- Guidance, it's Stellar Guidance, S T E L L A R, guidance, one word, dot WordPress dot com.
0: Stellar Guidance dot WordPress dot com, and we will absolutely put the link below this interview so people can find you. Rani, i thank you so much. That was beautifully explained, really, really beautifully explained. And if people want to come and listen to us talk a little bit more behind the scenes, we're going to do have a bit more of an off-the-cuff conversation, so you're welcome to join us. But as I said, thank you so much. That was really articulately and really beautifully explained.
1: I hope it's useful to people. I truly do. It's kind of hard to know what people want to hear generally when my work is really about putting people tie tests in people's personal tanks, you know. Mm. So to actually extrapolate over a larger world is a little bit speculative perhaps, but I do hope there's been value here for people.
0: Absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. And <laughs> let's have a great year. Yeah, absolutely. Roll on March. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what's going to happen in my
0: life. <laughs> I know. I think everybody is holding their We We, we all
1: want, we all need a shift out of this doldrums in, and out of disempowerment into life, living life with passion and purpose again
0: absolutely yeah absolutely thank you
1: so much alouye my
0: pleasure absolutely lots of love to you and to you Mm -hmm. so what did you think to this interview hopefully you got some really good insights and you really now understand how you can implement the energy of 2022 into your life ready please do sign up for our free energy workbook the link is here you can sign up for your free energy workbook and inside the workbook are all of our experts giving you an exercise that you can do that you can integrate and put into your life to make 2022 the best year yet if you haven't already please do subscribe to my channel the interviews will be coming out from the 7th of January for the rest of January all the way to the end of January so if you haven't already please do subscribe to my channel like and share and I really hope that you find a lot of value from the Energy 2022 forecast series.